instead of the act of love being like, you know, there's a lot of acceptance in a relationship, but I think part of the act of love is also just like taking the time to say like, let's loosen this knot together. You know, mm -hmm. like my act of love is to say like, I'm gonna spend some time doing something that's kind of uncomfortable to try to be closer to you rather than to create distance. Oh that my makes... God, Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have to, I'm going to have to make a special file with just that <laughs> to listen to. I'm like almost crying. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever cried on Honey. God damn, Muriel. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I know, because of Muriel, I cry all the time now. Hi, I'm Julia Meltzer. Welcome to Honey. Today's episode is Nick and Muriel. They're married people. They're so cool. Um, a couple of things. What do I have to tell you? One, oh my God. Early on, I mentioned Justin and Isley. I say they've been married for 35 years. I don't know what I was thinking. Of course they have been married for 45 years. I'm going crazy. If you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. It's amazing. Um, the other thing is, uh, so anyone that I'm interview can always decide to like cut something out that they don't want to share in the final episode. And usually I do that so elegantly that you don't even notice, but I couldn't figure out how to do that with this episode. So there's going to be kind of like an awkward pause at one point where I will come back and just talk to you like this and like explain what you need to know to continue on listening and it'll be totally fine and you'll get exactly what's going on um okay here we go honey 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 come home cause we've got things to talk about i've been sitting here on my own and i think we can work it out Okay, let's dive right in. Yeah. All right, okay. Nick and Muriel, welcome to Honey. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much for coming. <laughs> Glad to be here. Okay, we know each other zero amount. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so now we dive right in and I ask you personal questions about your relationship. Oh, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> How long have you been together? Uh, 12 years? Um, I think thir 13 this year. A long time. That is a long time. Yeah. Wow, you're up there. I think in terms of honey, I think you're my fourth longest Whoa. couple. Dang, so. Who, what's your number one longest? 35, married for 35 years. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we've only been married for, th Three. we'll have our third anniversary in October. Yeah. That's honestly probably up there. <laughs> I'm probably still number four, I think. <laughs> um, so how did you guys meet? We, so we met in high school, but legitimately, technically we met and we didn't meet, but we knew of each other in eighth grade because we both used to do street busking at fairs. So Nick used to juggle and I used to sing show tunes with my brother while he tap danced. What? When we were little kids. Yeah. 
So she was like the competition, basically. Were your yeah. parents making you do this? No, they facilitated it. But like we used it to pay for dance classes and stuff. And then also just oh to have fun. God. So like it was just like an idea. And then my brother and I would do all the routines. So my mom was like, do you want to do this? And we were like, yeah. And then we just would like separate and just like fight like crazy and then come up with these like routines to old like ragtime songs. Oh my God. <laughs> and I used to juggle because um, there's too much backstory to make this sound legitimate, but basically like Try me. the coolest kid in the neighborhood was like the best juggler in the city. And he was uh, this, this guy, this guy, Lawrence, he, he passed away. Rest in peace, Lawrence. He, uh, he, like they used to feature him on all the like educational juggling videos and stuff. Like they found him <laughs> and he was like, and also he was sort of like this poster child. Cause he was like this poor black kid from like a dangerous neighborhood, but he was like, like, like the best youth juggler in the country. And so me and my, and he was a few years older than, um, my best friend Daryl and we used to like look up to him and like try to juggle and be like him <laughs> and uh, we got really good too and then uh and then we used to try to be like Lawrence because he would make so much money uh oh, yeah. juggling so much celeb. money yeah. well but even for people who didn't know who he just when he was like in like I guess like fourth grade, he would just like go to festivals and just juggling make juggling. No, no, no. Like music festivals. Oh. Sorry. Like street festivals, oh, yeah. like, like any Seattle. sort of like open, I don't know. Yeah. Just a, what a, yeah. Seattle street festival. Have, like Seattle has a ton of like, it's a little different now. They're like super more expensive. But when we were growing up, there were these like, like bumper shoot and folklife festival, like all of these like huge, like local festivals kind of before like the Amazon, like boom out there so there's like less people it was like a lot more like a small town so Lawrence uh -huh. used to go to yeah. the, these like music festivals and make like three grand as a fourth grader just by people oh, throwing crazy. in dollars yeah. I know we so never made that much money. no I no one did are you kidding me I mean Lawrence is the king of the universe and we just tried to be like him so we would go and do that and then this one time I saw these twins <laughs> tap dancing and I was like why are they coming cutting in on our business and then I was like I don't like those kids and then but I was like but they're pretty good and then a lot of years later the twins showed up at my high school and I was like, I remember you. We are not twins also. But you look like twins. You were at the time they looked better. like twins. It's tap dancing twins is like a better, yeah. Yeah. A better right, exactly. story. That's, that's where it I is agree. in my mind. We looked a lot alike. Uh, we did look a lot alike. <laughs> I have a question. I've tried to learn to juggle. Uh huh. Do you think anyone can learn to juggle? I think no. <laughs> uh, uh, I think some I people do just think, can't. <laughs> I do think that. I can. Um, yeah, I bet, yeah, you can. You can kind of juggle, right? I think you can. I could teach you how to juggle. Okay, for sure. I don't. Like, I do think that there's probably a certain point in your life where like hand-eye coordination is just no longer on the table. <laughs> but if you have any hand-eye coordination at all, uh huh, I could probably teach you the basics of juggling in like three hours okay see here's my problem i think um when i when i just in general i just like really try to like i like i muscle through things with my brain yeah you know what i mean like i'm like if i just concentrate hard enough i can do it and i think that's probably like not the right vibe for juggling you just have to like kind of go with it a little bit you well but if you muscle through the initial intellectual conundrum that you have to 
solve when it comes to juggling. You do have to sort of muscle through the math of it in the beginning, and then you just have to go with it. Do okay. you think you could tap dance? As, yeah. to, as yeah. an adult? Of course. Because <laughs> no. it's the same kind of thing, but I, I think that you could not. No, I definitely couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I could... No, I could. No, yeah, okay. yeah, no, I could. If you gave me three yeah. hours, I could do a super basic step. I would. I would literally bet a hundred dollars that you could not do that. <laughs> now I'm so glad to have a platform to talk about La La Land oh, right yeah. now because, goddamn, that tap dancing was so like bush league, and even I mm. could notice it. We, I. Like we have hate. the same opinions about every it's movie. Really, so. like, it's like <laughs> disturbingly we, gross. We could but talk about I, it yeah, in unison. I hate La La Land on so many levels. Yeah, and I love musicals, and I love dancing, and I love singing. That's probably why you hated it, right? Yeah. I, oh my god, and I just couldn't. Like, yeah, I have a lot rough. of things, but I feel like they're more political than you need to get into. Yeah, and the juggling sequence <laughs> in it was knows. so bushy. If you're listening, you know. You know. Just I'm take, just like, if you don't take a quick Google of like La La Land white mediocrity, and the internet will tell you what you need to know. And also, like, <laughs> okay, now we're doing drunk it. Drunk one, drunk one on nostalgia, <laughs> like pre civil rights era nostalgia, and they want to make a throwback nostalgic movie about a pre civil rights era. It's like singing in the rain is great. For some people. <laughs> yes. yes. It's just like, it's the weirdest yeah. thing that that was like what everybody loved. And it's just like we're in this whole, whether or not you're conservative or like liberal, you're just in this whole like cycle of like, let's go back to the 50s, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I listeners may remember I don't want to go back to the 50s I would like to go back to the 90s yes I, I don't want a cell phone that's yeah. the key thing yeah does that is that do we think that's okay the 90s I guess was still like Watts riots and uh, stuff still yeah. doing today's better than the 90s in terms of race relations yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, the 90s were at least when people like played their music in public it was like from a quality boom box oh my god that's why I want to get rid of cell phones I don't want to hear this tinny crappy it's like the sound of music coming from your cell phone I like the days when it was big and it it had the power to fill up an entire bus, you know? Yeah, I don't know. The scourge of Runyon Canyon, that's basically what we're talking about. <laughs> I know, just it's like, like people teenage... People just like listening to the crappiest music. I mean, that I can't even... You're right. If a person had a boombox, I'd be like, you know what, you're carrying a boombox up Runyon Canyon. Do your thing, play yeah, your right. music. With a cell phone, I'm like, put in headphones, bitch. Yeah, this exactly. is so rude. It's the yeah. worst. And it just sounds bad. It just sounds bad. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Like anyway, La La Land did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so you agree on movies, but can you tell me about a big fight you've had? Do you do you have big fights? God, lots of big. Um, like sometimes, they're always really complicated. <laughs> we don't. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like we don't have any like fun, sexy, romantic fight stories where like I stormed out and like yeah. stole a car and then like came back to her. Wow, you have hit the nail on the head in terms of like why I wanted to do this <laughs> yeah. podcast. I want to hear about storming out. And, yeah, no, yeah, we pretty yeah. much don't. They're not, they're not like, um, they're we, not, there's nothing uh, romantic or sexy about our fights. No, they never fight. end in like some sort of glorious uh, fireworks. It's always just like, well, I felt like you treated me, you know, it's all It's like, very like, it's our big fights are like, like, 
like systemic sexism that we don't have Trump like you know control over. That's like holdovers from you know past generations. Or we, it's we're, like uh, what's it called? Like recycling our parents, right? And that way. Or it's just like it's just like treatment and power and like uh, emotional labor. You know, it's like a lot of that kind oh, of stuff. So like we, yeah, yeah, kind of thinkers. You got a little, little, little yeah. Like, no, they're the most boring. I mean, they're important fights to have, but they're. And they're good, but they're so boring. Like, I mean, they're, they're not like, you can't, like they're just like. I mean, they're not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're boring. I've never punched a wall. She's never like. I don't know. They're like ripped reasonable. up my baseball cards or something. <laughs> so, Ooh, that's a good one. No, we've no. We don't like her. Here's my favorite. Um, my favorite like revenge. On I interviewed a couple where uh, once she. Uh, locked him out of their bedroom and turned off the Wi-Fi, which was in their bedroom. So he was it was like the middle of the night he was stuck without any internet. And I'm like, oh, that is harsh. That is very cutting. I don't think we've done anything. I mean, there's been like... No, well, probably we, the- we, we get we, we get in fights and then we go hiking and then I will hike really fast when it's hot and he'll be behind me sweating and <laughs> we will it's like a fight hike that's all so we just don't talk hike. to each other oh yeah yeah, yeah we we'll go do on, that yeah we go on fight hikes but do you go you go together there. and then you hike away from him well yeah like we'll mm-hmm. start hiking and then something will come up and then we'll start fighting and then i will just decide that i'm just gonna hike out my aggression which uh-huh. sometimes can fuel me uh very fast and far. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, it's a great uh, weight loss goal plan. Actually, what were you gonna, were you gonna say it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, like how we've punished each other. Oh wait, I got one. This is kind of funny. Oh, I don't know if it's that fun. Well, I was thinking about. <laughs> I worked a double once. This is kind of a classic story of ours. I worked a double once and in Chicago, which is like sometimes twelve hour. It's really long, right? waiting tables and I was coming home on the train and it was really late and I was exhausted and Nick had the whole day off and he was drinking with his friends and so I was like all I want is for you to come meet me at the train station and just walk with me home and I get this call from him and he's like oh Muriel will you come to the bar and come get me and I was just like so mad and I was like absolutely not you're coming meet me at the train station I'm not gonna go hang out with anybody I just wanna go home and he showed up and he got accidentally so drunk that it was like like, uh, and I go, what is wrong with you? And I was like, oh, you're super drunk. And he's like, no, I'm not. You know, we got this fight. Uh-huh. And then he walked, speed walked home at an angle. Oh, this story's not that good. No, it is good. It is I'm very, about to, to, to dive into it. it Wait, was, so he didn't, he, in fact, did not end up walking you home because he walked fast? Well, I was behind him. At that point, uh-huh. it was like, it's a mixture of being really mad and then also laughing because he kept running into the bushes <laughs> at an angle. Because uh-huh. he said, I go, you can't even walk in a straight line. And he's like, yes, I can. And then he speed walked. Like, <laughs> I think the truth of it is, this is not a great story about us fighting because the reality of it is, is Muriel just laughed at me and took care of me yeah, while I like, projectile vomited uh, from the bathtub into the toilet all night long so it was it was pretty much of one of those best wife ever i just said the main thing i was thinking is i just said whatever you do i just don't want to talk about it don't tell me you're sorry don't be sad just leave me alone let me like sit 
in the corner and like listen to musicals and have a drink and not pay attention to you. And he was just sitting in the bathroom going, I'm so sorry. <laughs> over and over again. And I was like, the one thing, just don't talk to me. That's such a funny request. Yeah. All you want is for him to like not say, just shut up. I just don't want, I was like, that is like actually kind of what I like. I just was like, I just don't want to have to take care of you emotionally after this yeah you know it it is true sometimes an apology is like way more for the person doing the apologizing and it can be kind of aggressive it's like mate sometimes it's like kind of rude to demand that someone forgive you after you've already (laughs) done something fucked up to them that warrants an apology that's that's my that's my signature move that's exactly it it's like no that's it and it's it's also kind of like oh like the sadness that they have you know and i think maybe it's a male female thing but it's like the minute like I'm like a, such a caretaker, so it's like if if I get mad and it makes him sad, then all I stop thinking about why I'm mad and worry about trying to kind of work it out so he stops feeling sad. Mm-hmm. But you don't get the moment to just be mad. Yeah. You know? So some some yeah. of it's like negotiating. This that. is reminding me um, <laughs> of how I fight with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's not technically what we're talking about, but. Sometimes she she doesn't often get emotional, but sometimes if I get mad at her, she will just like raise the roof in yeah. terms. Of, she'll be I'm so upset and like start crying, and I'm like I'm not even anywhere near that level of angry. Yep. But then I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, mom, you you did something. You know you. You agree that I'm yeah. allowed to be, that you did something that you knew would make me angry. I'm allowed to be angry. Yeah, you're you're allowed to do that thing. I'm allowed to be angry. We could just go our separate ways. That's yeah, how exactly with both yeah. of my mom. My mom's exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> like, I pretty much I pretty much can't get mad at my mother. If I get mad at her, it like dis- destroys her. Yeah. It like crushes her. It's like I can't even. I am not really allowed to be mad at her. Yeah, which is weird that both of us have the same thing, but in a way it's a gender reversal, you know, in that way. Because I feel like you get upset more if I get upset with you than if you get upset with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if Muriel gets, if Muriel's upset with me, then then I'm, yeah, You're I'm more. You're screaming, I'm sorry, from the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <here. right>. yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and what happens if Nick gets upset with you, Muriel? I get. I will say, well, you should. Well, I think I, I get mad. <laughs> no, then, Muriel only gets will... mad. Muriel only gets mad if I pretend like I'm not upset. Yeah. If I am acting like everything is fine, but it's not fine. That's the. That's really the only thing that really, really upsets. Like her. at this point, we've been together for so long. I also am just like, do you understand? Like I know everything <laughs> you're doing. Right. Like, we're sitting in the car. You're not me. fooling anyone. I'm just like, it's just too much. Just, I've known you for more than half my life, so I yeah. just know. You know. No, Muriel's never been. If I'm a, if I'm, if she does something that upsets me, and I can identify it and acknowledge it she's never ever been unreasonable like she's she's never been 
She never is defensive about that. She's, it's always reasonable. It, the only thing that gets crazy is when I act like nothing's a problem, basically. Mm. Um, wait, so what are your fights about systemic sexism? <laughs> a lot of it is kind of, I think it can kind of be, we just got into a fight in the car on the way over here. A little one. We don't really, we actually legitimately don't really fight. We just kind of like, we talk through things which can sometimes be draining, but we don't like. <laughs> we that's don't. right. That's the talking unrum. through things in a draining way is yeah. a good definition of fighting. Yeah, we're yeah. always coming up with new definitions yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. We're like usually not yelling and stuff. I mean, I think like a, a big part of like it's just kind of like the caretaking thing or the emotional labor thing. It's like stuff that kind of falls sometimes in in the oh, camp so of like, like what condition. We were talking about exactly. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just like that kind of stuff. Like. I think as I've, especially like in the last few years, you know, getting older and like working through some stuff personally, like I have found, like, I think I was very like a burning out on taking care of people and I would do it with everybody, like my whole family and everybody I meet and like really trying to like just super hyper kind of tapped into that. And I kind of got to a point where like, I was like, you know what? I think this is weird training. It feels very like it's not healthy for me. And so like, I think like lately, you know, re- more recently I've been like, I need to say when I'm mad and it, and it has to be okay. And I have to be able to say when I'm sad and it has to be okay. And I have to be able to say that without then having to manage the reaction of the other person, which has just been a huge. So a lot of our fights I think kind of are like, you know, you're with somebody for 10 years and then fi- then they're finally like, you know what, I don't like, taking care of you this much and it's like well that's a huge adjustment for both of us you know to t- try to figure that out does that, does that make sense yeah it makes a lot of sense nice. like what um nick what was i guess what was like do you remember th- when you when this started to change uh well it was pretty overt okay hi hi it's julia here is the awkward pause that i promised you so um, what's happening in this pause is um, Nick and Muriel are telling me about some substance abuse issues in Muriel's family. And that's totally fine to share. We just didn't want to share like all the details that we talked about. So knowing that will definitely be enough to understand um, what we continue to talk about from here on out. Um, okay, here we go. The awkward pause is ending. Back into the episode. Like we were like physically responsible for the whole thing kind of unfolding and it and it uh, led to um, some like family counseling and stuff that her and her family did together. And through that. So it was very much on the table. Okay. It was very much it like this is going. Nowhere. It was, it was definitely like not out of some nowhere. Things are changing like, in our lives. We life. were friends in high school. So like <laughs> our families go back a really long time. Mm-hmm. So all of it was like integrated and we were sort of you know, step by step going through this thing together, really starting, I don't even know how long ago that was at this point. Yeah. We've been together 12 years, maybe 17 years ago or something. So like, uh, like I was having dinner at her house and she's had dinner at my house when we were just friends in high school. And so we all, we know what's going on with each other's family. So it definitely didn't come out of nowhere. And if, um, so not, so it was not, not, easy but um we kind of did it together mm-hmm. yeah it's just like connected to that like you know if you grow uh, like if you grow up 
it's like a lot of classic stuff too. Like it's, it feels very gendered to me, but mm-hmm. it also is kind of like classic sort of uh, like behavioral patterns for people, like kids who grow up in like certain environments and stuff like that. So that was like, and it was interesting. It was like very much, my brothers both went through the same kind of thing. We're like on the heels of like a lot of kind of depression and stuff. It's like, you kind of are always taking care, managing everybody else around you, not really focusing on yourself. Mm-hmm. And so like, but I think that that's the main thing, you know, it's like me having to work that out is really weird, you know, to like readjust your behavior. And also asking like Nick who, you know, has, I think, I think my brothers are kind of like this, like have historically been really taken care of by women, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like, now I need you to edit yourself. I need you to not ask me for this stuff because I'm having a hard time saying no, you know, like, so like, if you see me like managing you too much, I need you to be like, you know what, you do you, I'm going to do me, mm, which yeah. was a huge change, you know, in our, um, really, I think it was a really big change in our relationship. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was also, yeah, I mean, it was just <laughs> in tandem with, uh, like a, in general, a really healthy step forward in both of our, uh, relationships with our parents and siblings and everything. So yeah, it's kind of like clearing the closet, readjusting mm-hmm. like yeah. the chiropractor of your mind. So, well, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Just crack your brain. Yeah, it was a little bit. Just I was like, like digging an elbow oh. into your brain yeah. with all, <laughs> yeah. all your weight. But yeah, so yeah. this also rippled into your relationship with your immediate family? Uh, yeah, yeah. You There's... guys are immediate family now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're you're but like, family of origin. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, our, my side of the family has um, some substance abuse problems and mental health issues and uh, I don't know. I don't really know what codependency means, but I think codependency <laughs> issues. <laughs> Seems like everything. If I don't anyone know, knows, but, um, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Comment. Yeah. <laughs> box below yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, yes all of that definitely um, and just some of that like 12 step programming stuff uh, just gives you like a really cool language on how to sort of um, address issues and uh, it makes things a lot less mysterious in terms of how they the verbiage they use and and that kind of stuff. The twelve really, steppy thing I really like is um keeping your your side of the street clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. w- that's from the, from uh twelve step programs, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. everyone should do that. And it feels so <laughs> much. It just feels really good. And it's also like kindness to yourself. And you know, but yeah, but that's exactly it. It's just like kind of mm-hmm. just keep your like you know because. <laughs> You do, even if you think you're doing well, like, oh, I'm taking uh-huh. care of people. It's still the same thing. You know, yeah. if you're taking care of other people, you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Your side of the street's super dirty. <laughs> and you're just like trying to micromanage everybody else's litter, you know? And it's like, it's really like, it, it, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So what's really interesting to me is that um, kind of what, what you mentioned, like the terms of your relationship changed drastically. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because it's just like a few. It was really just a few minor adjustments that had big impacts. Oh. So it's not like you know we had you know we had to separate how we keep our socks in our drawers or mm-hmm. like like literally you know it wasn't like um, 
I don't know. I would say I think we had been having those fights for years without the language to understand why. Like I would just be really upset and be so out of touch with what I needed or wanted or anything that I would be not even able to articulate. So we just have like, the fights were really different and they were kind of longer and like more messy. And I think once we started to be able to kind of be like, okay, like I think systemically this is kind of what's happening and and I'm gonna do the work to be better at saying it, then things started changing. Yeah, wow, okay. So I was kind of imagining that it was, um, you know, you evolving. Yeah. But really it was kind of shedding light on something that had been there all along yeah and something that was always going to was maybe even already in the process of changing within you yeah and then got kind of like like pushed out and, and, I, and I would say not just I mean for me it was it is really our relationship is the biggest like touch point for that but it was every relationship yeah. you know so it's right. it's like a mm-hmm. pattern of behavior that was like in everything that I was doing it definitely yeah it, <laughs> it, I mean it, it comes up it's the <laughs> the frequency level or whatever I'm making a uh, uh, gesture with my wave. fingers. It, it's a sine wave with <laughs> fingers. All the listeners out there, whatever is wrong with you is going to be magnified in your relationship because that's where you sleep and wake up and make your coffee <laughs> and play your music and that's who you look at the most. But I <laughs> think... But generally, whatever that problem is, is probably not only in your relationship. It's probably in everything about you. So, but it's it's just magnified in your relationship (laughs) because your relationship is the only thing that's important. So you notice, you know, like, I mean, the ways I mistreat Muriel, I probably mistreat my coworkers and stuff, but my coworkers don't care about me. So they, it doesn't mean anything to them. And you know, know what's really fascinating. Oh God, I've never thought of about this and it's really making me think about a lot of (laughs) stuff. I think that's actually kind of a good indication of, I'm always wondering like when, how, how do you tell if a relationship is um, too hard and you need to like cut bait? Yeah. And find one that works better, or if you know every relationship takes work, and yeah. how do, how do you know if if uh, you should like stick it out and try to improve it? And I think that's actually like a could be a good measurement of that. If the problems in your relationship aren't showing up anywhere else in your life, that's probably not a good <laughs> yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if they if they're part of a pattern, then it's not going to be improved by you getting in a different relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. That's totally true. Yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty solidly in the like, I think it takes work, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it is interesting. Like, I think the thing that makes, every, I think we're just, we've always been really big talkers, even at the beginning. So even when it was messy, it's like a, we're talking, mm-hmm. which I think yeah. has been the, that's probably the most fundamental part of our relationship that and like being just like always being kind <laughs> like and like yeah. forgiving and like also like I mean that's like the thing it's like it's like not like I mean it's so interesting like we can be kind to each other so much but it's I don't know if this is gonna make sense but it's like when um 
you always, I think as a human, have this impulse to think that somebody is trying to hurt you when they're mad at you, as opposed to them just feeling whatever. You know, it's like yeah. the first impulse sometimes it's like, I mean, we do have to sit there and be like, I'm not doing this because <laughs> I don't, I want to hurt you. I'm literally doing this because I want to talk. And I think like saying those words out loud and pulling that out of it of being like this is not a hurting thing this is a please like let's just work it out thing helps you kind of not be as defensive if that yeah. makes sense like, and it's really I think can be helpful to actually say that yeah. instead of assuming the other person knows yeah. you're not yeah. trying to hurt them it's like just say it why not that's <laughs> I mean and what's ins- that is exactly it and what's insane to me is like we've been together for so long we should that should be implicit and yeah. I mean we say that still to each other of like when I'm saying something that is bothering me and I notice that it's like making Nick upset then I- I'm upset you know just saying like this is not I'm not doing this to hurt you I'm doing this because I need to work this out with you and then the whole tone of it changes in that way yeah you know the argument it it de-escalates everything and i think that that's why our fights are boring in a lot of ways because <laughs> 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 it's just like you know i mean I, you just kind of like you pull out the thing that's like making you know making it okay to be like well what do you mean you know slam a door or like yeah. yell back or like not listen you're yeah. taking that little piece out and saying like this is not about this is not i'm not trying to do yeah, this to you we're actually like not in conflict right yeah. yeah yeah we are uh i didn't even realize we were nice to each other or kind to each other it just felt natural basically until uh being around muriel's grandmother she was like <laughs> just like on a basic dinner or whatever like we're having dinner and we're not on our best behavior at her grandma's house. I mean, we're drinking wine at like three and, you know, in our pajamas yeah. around the dinner table. Ooh, that it's, sounds so fun. It's the best. It's the best. She's I cool. Question, I have a question. Drinking at 3 p.m. or a.m.? Yeah. P- 3 p.m.? p.m. Were they last night's pajamas or tonight's pajamas? <laughs> same pajamas. Same, same, same pajamas. house clothes I love all, it. All day long. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're not, we're not, we're not on good behavior at all. But like, you know, we're, but she... She's just like, you guys are so nice to each other. Literally, though, legit, she was like, uh, she's like, God, you guys are so nice to each other. She's like, oh, do you want to, oh, thank you. you She's very like. She makes fun of you. She makes fun of us. Say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. But I do think, I do, uh, I I did take that for granted for a long time. And now I I, I don't. Um, And that might just because we're, we'd be kind to anybody uh, because also the good things about you and or pr- that come up in your relationship probably poke up other places too. But uh, I definitely see couples that are not kind to each other at all. And uh, <laughs> like Muriel's grandmother's relationship. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like in terms of the work thing of it all, like is a relationship work, like specifically, without naming names I got a couple of friends and people close to me that have come to me and sort of like asked me what they should do in their with like in their relationship where they're you know they don't know if they're happy or not and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and like really it just like you can talk to someone for like two hours about their relationship and these are like dudes you know like <laughs> dudes who are talking to me about stuff so like a two hour talk about uh, you know but it's just like that's a that's an you know, those aren't common. And, <laughs> you know, at the end, it's just like, did you even say that you loved her? You know, did you even like, cause you didn't, you didn't even mention like 
you talked about all the things that you have in common, all the things you don't have in common, and the things that you like and the, the things that you don't like. But at no point in there did you just say, like, I just, I love her so much and, like, it's so hard, but, like, I just love her. And we hate the same, we hate, you know, we don't like, we don't agree on the movies or the music or she wants to do this and I want to do this and we're so different and we don't really connect and our ambitions are different. But, like, I know people who you could apply all those same things things to and they just like love each other Mm -hmm. and it's just sort of this like if it's if you love each other to me the work is not even really a question unless you're just really conditioned on some I don't know old school mental health stuff to just not work at anything in your life Uh it's like it's like with your career or you know we're out here doing comedy and stuff and you can spend like all day you know, uh, basically either wasting your time or, you know, you do, you do a comedy show and maybe the whole round trip is, you know, a three hour thing or more four hours. And then maybe you're on stage for 20 minutes or less or who knows what. And then at the end of the day, you can, you don't even question whether or not it was worth it because you just love the process and the whole thing is so it's so the obvious choice. And I, I just, I don't know, maybe this is bad advice, but I just feel like if the love is there, it's sort of obvious that the work is worth it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I th- I would just, I would say it slightly differently, that it's the only thing that makes, it's just like a, a willingness to, to work on it. That's the only thing that will make a relationship succeed or fail. And so like, that I think in most cases yeah. that love creates the willingness to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, but some, but sometimes it's not love that creates a willingness to work on it. I kind of <laughs> agree with that. Like, I think that there's, it's interesting. I think, I think that this is also, I would say that this is very specific to us. You know, like I know people who fight, who love it. You know, like it's just like, it's kind of a communication style and stuff like that. But just even specifically talking to us, like I, I kind of think the love is sometimes born from the work, you know, in that oh, way. Wow, yeah. Because you just start to, you know, the more you're taking just the time to listen and taking the time to understand is an act of love, you know. So even if it's not coming from a place of love, the act of love is like, you know, like building something with somebody and i think as that that's like a snowball sort of thing you know it's like it's very much like taking a breath and saying like okay we're gonna i'm not gonna resent you i want to know what's happened like that's i mean that's part of it for me is like you know i think uh i feel like like some examples that i grew up with in terms of like married couples that i spent time with or you know family stuff is like something is a problem and the act of love was to ignore it and say like, I love you, so I'm just going to let this go. Yeah. And then towards the end of that, there's just this list, this like like insane cloud of stuff that's just like kind of hanging over everything, you know? And, and that, I think, for, just from watching, I feel like a lot of the time that kind of like sours things, you know, mm-hmm. between people and you start to kind of assume like, okay, well, this is how you are you do this inconsiderate thing, but it's just because you're a guy or you just do it because that's how you are. 
but that doesn't take away the feeling that you have when you've felt like you've been treated inconsiderately, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think like, instead of the act of love being like, you know, there's a lot of acceptance in a relationship, but I think part of the act of love is also just like taking the time to say like, let's loosen this knot together. You know, Mm -hmm. like my act of love is to say like, I'm going to spend some time doing something that's kind of uncomfortable to try to be closer to you rather than to create distance. Oh my God. Muriel. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I have to, I'm going to have to make a special file with just that (laughs) to listen to. I'm like almost crying. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever cried (laughs) on honey. God damn, Muriel. Yeah. (laughs) No, because of Muriel, I cry all the time now. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 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 Okay, here's what I want to know. You said, like, when this shift really started to take hold, there were, like, a few small things that changed that had big effects. So what were the small changes? Uh... Well, I think they lie in the minutiae of some of the stuff we were talking about earlier. So some of this, they were like, um, uh, it was <laughs> like, if I'm, um, like a specific example would be like this morning. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, where it's just like, I might throw something out flippantly that like uh oh well maybe i'll just do this thing at 8 p.m instead of 6 p.m tonight and Miro's like all right great well that means that that changes our plans and then and then i'm like oh yeah but maybe i won't do that and she's like uh uh you're kind of and then she's stuck in this place where she needs now she's like wondering if from an emotional intellectual workplace does she need to explain the implications of what I said to me and can I jump in (laughs) I'm gonna jump in Uh, it's like this is like a very small like a really quick little like small snapshot is like he's burnt out he's been working a lot and we have Wednesday night off and we don't actually have a lot of nights where we're just have an evening together and so I was like why don't we just plan for this week to have a Wednesday together so I'm already taking his state of being like acknowledging it like doing the emotional work of being like i think you need this i'd love to connect mm-hmm. i'm going to plan this what i'm suggesting mm-hmm. it and then he's like great i'll do a mic at six and it was just a really small thing where like he's like well we might not have time and he's like maybe i'll do a mic at eight and a for mic me is an open mic in the in <laughs> yeah, LA, like just like in yeah. the like <laughs> comedy scene i don't have a show book tonight so i got mm-hmm. to i wanted to do some stand-up tonight because he's like yeah. a hard worker you have to. and he no, has you have to. to that's it's like i it's kind of interesting i feel like people who aren't in it that would seem much weirder right but it's not yeah. it's yeah. you're supposed to do it every day right yeah. and and like <laughs> and i'm like i am very supportive of it my but i think it's like um and so if he wants to do it then do it but it's like this kind of thing where like it happens sometimes between us where like like I've done the work to plan it and then it's kind of like flippantly like well maybe I won't you know maybe I will maybe I won't and for me it's important enough to either have a night together or say we're making like the sacrifice for you to go and do this mic and uh-huh. I'm fine with either option yeah. but I'm not fine with like then I'm like 
having to do the work of being like, cool, if you do the eight o'clock mic, do you understand that we won't have a night? Oh, yeah, I don't know. You know, like that kind of thing. Uh So it's like, I'm kind of like. You're not okay with it being like flippant. Right. Either one is fine, but but it has to, yeah. Means, but I think also like just doing all the, the kind of like, it, I find myself like doing all the work like okay well, then I'll plan it because I'm like psycho you know what I mean <laughs> so like I'm like he, Nikki needs something okay well I'll plan him a special night and then I'm thinking like I've done all this planning for what we're gonna do and then he doesn't want to do it and I'm like great I totally support you and I'm like but do you understand that means we can't have the night I just want to make sure oh you don't understand that okay I'm like explaining everything and like getting well, crazy why do, why do you think he doesn't understand that I think that I guess from history, I think it's like kind of like you just say like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. It happens a lot. And I can't uh-huh. think that's kind of what I'm, mm-hmm. what I mean is like, he's able to just be like free to kind of just do whatever. And I'm like super crazy dialed in. So we're, neither one of us are right really. But like this fight kind of comes from this idea that like, you know, I'm kind of doing most of the managing of what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would like, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and at the end of it, I was like, just say what you want to do one way or the other, but like, don't. I think that the idea is like, I'm kind of at a beck and call to like, be like, well, okay, well, if the eight o'clock thing doesn't work, then I'll do this and mm-hmm. I'll meet you over here. Or maybe we'll do the six o'clock thing and I'll accommodate. Like, I just start doing all this crazy yeah. stuff. And, the, and then the big issue, and then my part of it is like, almost immediately I should have recognized that she was working over over time to 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 do the work and so what I so like a big adjustment that you know it doesn't always happen is me just be like oh I see you're taking care of me right now you don't need to take care of me let me meet you halfway some of this work can totally be on my shoulders I can I see that you're reverting back to this you know thing that came from your youth of basically you know being a caretaker with her parents and like you you're you're worried about me you don't need to be uh I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to take care of us we can do this together so what does that specifically look like it looks like almost immediately like if I was like flippant about the six versus eight o'clock thing Uh uh and then it was like I'll do the eight o'clock thing Uh and she's like well okay you you get to do that but just know if you do that that means that we don't really get Mm -hmm. to just have a night at the house Mm -hmm. so and i know you're really tired and then in that moment Mm -hmm. i should recognize what she's doing for me and be like muriel (laughs) you are taking care of me so much right now thank you so much for recognizing the workload i've had that i've been burning the candle at both ends uh you don't need to worry about me uh i this is how i would like to spend my evening even and the thing is, is Muriel is not unreasonable. So even if I was like, you know, I just want to play it by ear. Uh-huh. Um, I just, you know, I I I know I need to hit the stage tonight. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> well, like craziness. Know. Like, I mean, this is and that's like my brain is really like that is what I need, you know. But that's just yeah. a person. I don't think that this is like. I mean, it is kind of fascinating because I think like in a lot of ways the like base level of this is a typical fight like someone not committing to plans yeah. or being flakyish yeah. about plans contributes to a lot of fights but like this isn't 
actually it's not about that right well that's yeah, what I'm right. saying like, right. yeah. no it's not it's about that other thing where like yeah. then I go okay do the mic because I love you and you should do a mic but if, you, if you're saying it you should just do it mm-hmm. and then he's like oh but now I feel bad but I really want like he starts don't feeling don't do the voice I'm sorry don't do the voice but it is it's like this other element comes out where then he just like feels really bad so then he's starting to feel bad that he said it and then bad and like there's this other thing going on and I think the thing that I got pissed off about was I was just like I don't want I just want to be able to say something without it like I just want to be free and clear from this conversation you know what I mean it's like either uh-huh. do the mic or uh-huh. don't do the mic or play it by ear is fine uh-huh. but I don't I don't also you know because part of it is like I want to spend time with him so mm-hmm. it is like this kind of thing where I would like to do the night yeah he it could go either way uh-huh. you know so I'm like that's I'm honoring that. It's like, you should be able to do that. You do, uh-huh. You can go either way. That's okay. This is like uh-huh. part of what you're trying to build your career on, you know, but I'm not going to beg you to do it. Like, just make a choice or just communicate with me, but don't make the choice and then tell me you're sad and then like, you know, hint that you want to do it, but not do it. I was just like, I, I can't, I can make the sacrifice to not spend time with you, but I just need you to then own it. Uh-huh. You know, and that's kind of, if that makes sense, that's kind of way more about what it is. It's just kind of like. Yeah, that a little bit goes back to the, like, I'm allowed, to, you're allowed to be mad at me. I'm allowed to do what I want. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. here's, yeah. here's another thing. So you, and maybe this is like a common problem with caretakers. I feel like a lot of fights also come from um, people treating each other the way you treat your partner, the way you want to be treated, not the way your partner wants to yeah, be treated. yeah, yeah. And do you think that's at play in the in the like having a night aspect of this? Well, oh wait, Ex- like because if because well if if I like I've been in a definitely in a similar situation to you, yeah. And I'm like I'm gonna do something really special, yeah, for yeah, him yeah, 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 whatever. And he like could not care less. And then yeah. my feelings are hurt because he doesn't care less. But he didn't need me to do that in the first place. Yeah. So really, it was like more about me wanting to do something and a little bit the same with apologizing. It was like more for me. Yeah. And so why should I get mad at him for not wanting it or well, appreciating that, it? Is that, that at all what's going on? With- well, like that is something that we've had. Absolutely. Like, and mm-hmm, I've had yeah. to kind of like own that about, you know, that's something I really had to work on. It's like realizing that I'm doing stuff for myself that I'm calling it for him. And that's something that I do all the time. Yeah. And that's like the biggest growth. Like that's, that is like keeping your side of the street clean. Like that's the gross part of caretaking. Yeah. It has this label, like you're caretaking, but most of the time it's like you're doing stuff for yourself at other people, yeah. you know? And so it's, an, so that I think that's true with this in particular. I think it's like, more or less like for me I'm okay with however it works but I don't want to do 90% of the thinking about it I want to do 50% of the thinking about it so like I pitched the idea that we should hang out and then he said he didn't want to do it or maybe he did and maybe he didn't and I said great you just decide what you want to do and then it kind of bled in to still like help me figure out what to do and I think at that point I was like I think it's way more about like owning like what part of that interaction is making me frustrated and just saying it mm-hmm. was is more of that like whereas mm-hmm. like historically in the past like I wouldn't even really be able to say like that made me feel bad. Mm-hmm. I can just say like ah this is making me feel bad. Like mm-hmm. I think I don't like this and I think it, I think I I can let I can you can do anything you want and I cannot be ups- I'm not really upset that he doesn't want to do something on Wednesday night. Uh-huh. It's like okay totally okay Uh I just don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) you know 
and it's like, I was like, just fucking just say what you want to do and like, and, or not, you know, or tell, just communicate to me your half of it. And then we'll just leave it. And I think that that's the thing is like when I get, when we get into these messy, weird things like this, I tend to like, if you were, you know, I tend to kind of like, okay, she's we're, we're at 50%. With her hands. Yeah, yeah. She's showing us with her hands, listeners. It's just like, <laughs> I just tend to like put in, I start to put in more and it more. It's kind of an illustration <laughs> like, of space. I'm actually editing a web series right now, and it was uh, like a ripple edit, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a little. One track whoosh, is getting yeah. longer, the other track is staying the same. You know, it's just like, it, it's Trust very. Trust us, it makes sense. Yeah, it's like that. It's like when I kind of realized I'm like doing too much work, this is just getting into this gross area for me where I'm like micromanaging him and I'm trying to like do all this stuff and I'm like, I don't, then I need to just be able to say, I think I'm going to stop. You do what you need to do and I'm just going to stop. And I think that that is more what this was, you know, it's just like kind of recognizing that like this dumb little thing is kind of taking me in a direction where I'm behaving in a way that I'm trying to stop behaving that way. Mm-hmm. That makes Does that yeah, make sense? It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of layers because you guys are like so thoughtful about every aspect of this. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, right. it's like the, there's like the, 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 the initial kind of like uh, mismatch of like what, of what, of having a plan or not having a plan on Wednesday night. And then it's like, and we're thinking about how we're making the plan. And we're thinking about how we're thinking about me. Right. The like, plan. wouldn't it be great if, like, yeah. he just, like, I don't know, threw hot coffee on me and then I had to, like, slam the door. You know, that would, I just, oh man, I really envy those. Those are, like, the coolest, those are, like, my favorite parts of movies. Yeah. And not everything. Yeah. We don't do this all the time. It's, like, right, not at all. Like, yeah. like it's, it's only, like, when. It's dumb, but it's like we we're usually pretty like this is a very like specific thing that we definitely don't do every day or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it is a good example of like this thing where it's it's just more about it's less about whatever the thing is and more about like oh we just treated each other in this dumb crappy way. Well, it's, you know, you know, we like kind of discovered our ambitions together. We go way back. We know each other's families. We, you know, have done like drugs together. We like, <laughs> you know, we've like we have like mutual enemies. Like we, we're like we're really really on board with each other. So it's like we don't get into fights of just like say those you, things again. I think those are the keys. To yeah, happy. do drugs, have enemies. enemies. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, uh, it's really fun. Like, um, you know, when you're like driving and someone cuts you off to both immediately like be on the same page about like screaming at that person. It's fun to, it's, it's fun to attack together. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we don't like get in the, like, why'd you unplug my alarm clock fight? Like, I'm not going to unplug her alarm clock. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like there's you just probably so many- a very little, like, I call them like roommate issue fights. Yeah. Ba- I no, mean, we know. Yeah. Basically, no. Maybe when we first got together, <laughs> there was, <laughs> when we first got together, we had some roommate issue fights, but that was also because I had never, we had, you know, we had never lived with another like person we were together. What with. were the roommate issues? Uh, 
Dishes? Were they dishes Nicholas, in the sink? No. no. Well, there's funny ones, but I feel like they're not. Uh, there's one where I left. I spent the night at his parents' house before we got an apartment, and I blew my nose and left a tissue on his nightstand, and he told me I was disrespecting his family. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, you're just like leaving trash around my house. Like, <laughs> I just feel like you're really disrespecting my family. <laughs> Can't we can't litter around the Castellini clan, man. That's and then, that's funny. And then he said that, and I was like, "Are you out of your mind?" Instead of saying sorry, and that was like a good, you know, step. I think, I think, I will say just to wrap that is that like that weird thing that we're talking about. What happened this morning is like legitimately not about anything except for like when we're hanging out and we start to feel like we're treating each other shitty. We just have to fucking figure out what that nugget is and that's it it's like it doesn't none of that stuff matters about who's hanging out wednesday and why and da, 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 da. it's just like two-thirds in i was like this feels super agitating and like bad and i'm just like how do we i just don't want to feel that way about you you know what i mean i don't want to feel that way about him i just want to like why is it doing why are we doing this you know so it's sometimes it's like the minutiae of all of this bullshit but none of it really matters i do not care if we hang out tonight or he goes and does a mic. They're both equally important to me. So it's like, none of that matters. It's just like, at the end of that, we were just like, he was acting really weird and I was acting weird. And I was just like, no, I don't want to do this <laughs> You know, so it's more and like by that. the end of it, we mean parking Literally outside of your Thanks for listening to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Drunk Actress. The show is produced by Ryan Middledorf and Ryan Countshouse. Our cover art is by Allie Monroe and our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa. Thanks for listening. Bye. It's a creative podcast network.